All things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta give doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Well, grace and peace, grace and peace, guys. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology where I'm your host, K-Dub. And today, we're going to talk about Christian gangs are Christian is Christianity just full of denominational gang banging right I got the I got the red behind me right <laughs> is that's what it is before we do that make sure you like this video subscribe to the channel if you're not and as always click the notification bell so you can be aware when I go live when I drop new content just like this yes is Christianity just full of gang banging right right are we just are we just, are we just like the gangs right we'll jump in and Right, uh, we, we we divide too much. We're gonna talk about it. Marcus Rogers says yes. I disagree totally, but you know I had to I had to have the right colors for this, right? Uh, <laughs> I had to have the right colors, you know. Uh, you, you know, as a Christian, obviously we are attracted more to uh, red, right? The blood of Christ, you know. I mean, so I thought it'd be fitting. Um, <laughs> but you know, I know there are going to be people in here that, you know, Hey, you're just bashing Marcus Rogers. I have a word for you. I have a word for you. If I make you feel some type of way, you know, if theological preciseness, doctrinal, you know, uh, you know, being precise on our doctrine isn't a matter of your persuasion, you know, like the Bible says to be, you know, you know, love God with all our mind and our hearts. If that isn't important to you, hey, you can just if I make you feel some type of way. Hey, this this might not be the channel for you. And I and I, I understand. I, I want you to be here. I want you to be here. Even people who disagree with me, I want you to be here, you know, um, but I understand that I cannot please everybody. The, the, uh, <laughs> see you guys liking that, right? <laughs> you like that? Hey, I understand. I, I cannot make everybody happy. By the way, if you're watching, make sure to like this video. So <laughs> yeah, you, you, y'all want it one more time? All right. I got you one more time. All right. One more time <clears throat> because I understand that hey, not 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 everybody will like the like the content I produce. It's impossible to please everybody. And to the people who will come in here later, you you can remind them of this. Tell them tell them to go to the five minute and eleven second mark, <laughs> and tell them hey, if this channel is not for them, they can. You know I want you here, but I I, I know it's not for everybody. I know it's not for everybody, you know, and so, <laughs> yes, unfollow me, but before you, before you leave, like this video. <laughs> yes. All right. We're going to get into the video. I've talked long enough uh, <clears throat> before I do. I got to have a Waterloo, you know, I got to have a sip of the Waterloo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this video, guys. 58 people watching, 16 likes. We got to, we got to, we got to keep it, keep it going, man. We, we got false teachers to keep up with, right? Like. I mean, they're getting the thousands of likes, uh, which, you know, that's fine. That's fine. But 
support sound doctrinal channels. So, matter of fact, let me give some shout outs to some sound doctrinal channels you can follow. I've already, Dear Woke Christian, follow him. Let's see who else do content here. Uh, that's all I see that I know that does content. But there's a lot of good theological uh, creators out there. So, hey, we, we, we got to, we got to, we got to go like, we got to outnumber the false teachers, right? You know, he has 600,000 videos, hundreds of likes, thousands of likes. Let's, let's, let's show love to the people doing good content. And hopefully my content is good, but yes, you guys are going to laugh at the beginning of this video. (laughs) I'm just going to play the beginning of the video. I'm not even going to, I'm going to wait to leave my commentary afterwards, but you're going to see Rock'em, Bock'em, Sock'em, Marcus Rogers. May not get it now, but you'll get it later. What's up, cuz? Where you from? Baptist. You can't get around here with all that. Hey, man, you gotta take that off. You Pentecostal, we don't allow that right here. You a false teacher. Yeah, right here, look. This is the only team right here. This is the only team that matter. That team is whack, man. This is the only team we represent. We got the best team. You a Trinitarian? You a Trinitarian? Bro. Get out of my face, bro. Trinitarian, I can't even take you serious. Y'all, y'all, y'all losing, man. Y'all ain't got Beat this heretic up, boy. You a heretic. You a false teacher. You a I bet you ain't no Christians can do it like this. Stupid Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Trinity gang, Trinity gang. Oh, yeah, take this, you Trinitarian. Are you Baptist folks going to hell? You hear me? You going to hell? So this is probably one of the most important videos. All right, before we get back into that video, <laughs> I see a lot of you like that video, right? He He's obviously dramatizing the disagreement as gangs fighting, right? That's how it is in Christianity, right? We're just rolling up on people. Hey, you a oneness? Well, catch these hands. Catch these theological hands, right? <laughs> uh, that's what he portrays as happening. Well, I'm going to dispel that notion. Uh, I'm going to dispel that notion. Um, <laughs> I like this comment. Uh, most excellent theologist. I mean this res- uh, respectfully. This seems like a mental health concern. <laughs> I, know, I know you don't mean that as an insult. I've, I've known you for a while. I know you don't mean that as an insult, but that's hilarious. <laughs> um, yes, that was a cringy skit, but... He's using it to platform uh, obvious. It's obvious what he's trying to say. Um, that this is how people in Christianity are. We're just rolling up on people and like, what's up? What's up, oneness? Right? You can catch these theological hands, man. Like, is that what's going on? We're just rolling up on people uh, being confrontational? No. Um, that's not what's happening. Um and we're going to, uh, yeah. yes, yes, uh, he actually did make me laugh, but we definitely don't act like that. But I get the humor false though. Yes, absolutely right, Joseph. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, but the video is actually more, in- if you thought that was interesting, the video is going to be a lot more entertaining from a, you know, theological perspective. Let me say this, Marcus Rogers, the reason why Marcus Rogers does this, right? to give credence for his heretical theology. Now, Marcus Rogers has an aspect of if you don't believe certain things, then he won't associate with you. He has the same belief we have, right? We as Christians say, hey, look, 
if this is what you believe, we can't we can't abide with you, scripturally speaking, right? Marcus Rogers has that same belief, but what is it uh what is it centered around? It's centered around himself. If you do not believe Marcus Rogers has the spirit, then he believes you're not a Christian. If you believe Marcus uh Marcus Rogers is not of God, he he has said you do not have the Holy Spirit. I mean, his most fundamental teaching is abide with Marcus Rogers. I find that ironic. Um but if we're going to get back into the video, like I said, make sure if you're watching, like this video, uh, subscribe as well. Hey, and it's good to see. It's good to see Standard of Truth Podcast. Remember I was talking about good uh, channels out there promoting good content. We got to overwhelm these channels with support. Standard of Truth Podcast, one of those. Make sure you subscribe as well. So let's get, let's get, well, Standard of Truth, you might have to go back in the beginning because you missed, you missed, you already missed good content. You already missed stuff. <laughs> You already missed stuff, but nevertheless, uh, let's continue back with our video. We're gonna make my whole minute. So let me go back because he said something I found interesting. You know, you know what a question I have for Marcus Roger? Where did he get this guy? Now I do athletic training and things like this, and I in my line of work, I, I I've seen Bob the I call him Bob the beat up guy, right? Because Bob just takes the bruising from everybody, right? He's just, he never fights back. He just, he gets bruised and beat up by everybody. I, I want to know where did he get Bob the beat up guy, as I call him. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I just, I think that's funny. So this is probably one of the most important videos that I'm ever going to make in my whole ministry. All right. So you heard it from the horse's mouth. You heard it from himself. This he believes this is the most important, one of the most, someone said, where's Mr. Praise? And first of all, it's Mr. Praise the Lord, Pastor Praise the Lord. And he told me he had a, yeah, a revival to go to. And so he won't be able to make it to this uh, podcast, but he will, I'll let him know you missed him. And maybe he'll come around another time. <laughs> but you heard it from himself. Hey, this is going to be one of his most important videos. All right. I love when people say that. I've had videos where I've said that, man, I think this is one of my most important videos, one of my most important teachings. I think that's great. You know, I think there should be some kind of, you know, hey, letting people know straight up. Well, <laughs> it had very little to do with Christ. That's the point, but we'll get into that. I believe that we are living in such a dangerous time uh, we are living in the end times and God is calling for there to be unity. And so I'm going to point out some things in this video. It's going to make a lot of people mad. Uh, let me say, he, he, he said that, he says that every video, um, <laughs> he says that every video. So yeah. A lot of people upset, but I ask that you just give me a couple minutes. Number one, the apostles never ran around saying, you know, I'm apostolic, I'm Baptist, I'm Trinitarian. They never. Well, I have to respond to that because that's an anachronism. Anachronism. Of course they didn't. Though they they didn't know English, <laughs> um, they didn't have that denomination. So of course they didn't. And, and 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 I said this in my last video. Trinitarian is not a denomination. It's a theological belief. Belief. So it's it's different. The categories he presents are different than different. He says, what, Pentecostal, Baptist. Okay, those are two denominations, but Trinity, one is not like the other, you know. Uh, you ever see those pictures where it's like, what's different? It's uh, like a banana, an apple, 
and then like a screwdriver. <laughs> what is that's what he presented right there. So again, th that's not a like, and it's an anachronism, meaning it's something in the future uh, that wasn't. It's like saying, "Hey, well, the apostles weren't going around saying." Uh, Honda Accord, <laughs> you know, well, of course not. There was no Hondas around. Why would I expect them to? So a little food for thought. Ran around um, doing that. A lot of people are arguing about words, words that, that are not in, the in the Bible. We already know. God. You can finish Marcus Rogers' sentence before he even starts. A you just know what he's going to say at this time. Like, even if you didn't watch the video, you, you know what he's going to say. God. Um, you know, people say the persons of God, that that's nowhere in the Bible, personalities of God, manifestations, function of God, three in one, three as one. You know, I've had every argument and conversation and debate with different people. Then why are you presenting these continual straw mans? I mean, let's be real. Yeah, I, I agree with Mark Hedgie right here. I, I like the Sonic the Hedgehog. My goodness, if if I was learning theology from people like Marcus Rogers, I'd feel very burdened and greatly confused. He is very legalistic. Oh, you're right. Marcus Rogers presents theological confusion. If you want to be confused theologically, I, okay, follow Marcus Rogers. I guess I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, you know, suggest that. But if that's what you want, sure. And I, and I started praying about it and I said, you know, Lord, I can tell that a lot of these individuals, they have the same spirit that I have. I see the fruit. I see people are getting saved. The Bible says that. Let me just say this. You don't want to have the same spirit as Marcus Rogers. I'll, I'll just say that. But we'll continue. Spirit is going to bear witness with the spirit. Um, what is the issue? And one of the things that the Lord showed me, right, is pride being involved. Uh, okay. So <laughs> let me say this because. You know, he says the Lord showed him this. And the reason why is because of pride. Well, to be fair, Marcus Rogers, the Lord has showed you, quote unquote, the Lord has showed you things that have not come true. So I would actually, you know, if you're following Marcus Rogers and you're all, you're always on this God told me stuff and you believe the Lord is speaking to Marcus Rogers, he's been wrong, very clearly wrong. He was wrong about the Trump prophecy. You know, so. I would actually argue, how do you know you're going to how, how do you know you're right when the Lord told you something? Quote, unquote, I don't believe God told him that really. Right. The Lord told you this, quote, unquote, and you were wrong about it. So could couldn't you be wrong about this as well? Couldn't the Lord actually be saying the exact opposite, that the reason why people disagree with you is not because of pride, because of humility and what that's what the Bible says. I mean, just food for thought. Right. You know, we don't want to be too rough on old Marky Mark. A lot of people are not going to listen. They're going to keep banging in Christianity, game banging in Christianity. You know what? If you don't got this bandana, if you, you don't have this denomination, you know what I'm saying? Then we're not, we're not going to rock together. You're a false prophet. Let me, let me address that because are we going around? And really this is aimed at Trinitarians. That's mainly who this aim, aimed is aimed at. Um, <laughs> mainly that's who this is uh, aimed at. Are we Trinitarians? Are we going around saying, hey, if you don't uh, rep this denomination, you're not saved? Well, again, Trinitarian is not a denomination. So let's aim it at like someone like me, a Baptist. I've never gone around and say, well, if you're not Baptist, you're not saved. 
I have many Presbyterians, good friends of Presbyterians that I, I mean, 90, 95%, especially if they're covenantal, we, we agree with. Our disagreement is an issue that needs to be discussed, which, by the way, I'll be putting a video out later in the week on that, so stay tuned. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I like this. <laughs> Wait, what's our color? What's the Baptist color, right? I, I better be red. Huh? That's all I got to say. <laughs> um, but no, that's not what's going on. So even what he's trying to describe isn't actually happening. Not, not, I mean, let me say this. There are Baptists who do function like this. So, I, you know, you have a lot of independent fundamental Baptists. If you don't agree lockstep with everything they say, then you're not a Christian. Yeah, that does happen. But the pushback he's often getting from, that's not, that's not the, a lot of people that's coming after him, you know? So yeah, that's right. Vigilant. Every cult leader makes this argument. If you don't want unity with me, you are the problem. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, no, we're not gangbanging. And let me say this, because me and my uh, wife were talking about this before, and I wanted to get her thoughts on this. You know, you all always get this, well, denominationals, denominationalism is unbiblical. It's, uh, I, 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 would, I, would call, I would caution us. I don't think it's unbiblical. Let me explain why. We should strive for unity. Absolutely. Strive for unity. The Bible tells us to be unified. But if we're going to say, well, lockstep unity, we have to have that lockstep unity. All Christians have to. I believe that's what's, I believe it's called what's called a hyper-realized eschatology. On this side of redemption, right, prior to the arrival, uh, return of Christ, we will disagree with on some things, Right? because of our experiences, because of sin, our different lenses, we will disagree on certain things. But here's what we can't disagree about. We can't disagree on the essentials because that's what makes you a Christian. Affirming the essentials of the faith. You can't you can't affirm another gospel and you still be in the faith. So Marcus Rogers actually confuses the two things. He preaches another gospel, he preaches another god, and he still wants to have unity in the body. That's the difference. That's the difference. And so I'm not like Marcus Rogers and saying, well, we just need to have no denominations. Well, I don't believe having a different denomination means you're uni ununified. It's just you're ununified on a certain theological issue. But you hear me, me and a presbyterian, presbyterian talk about the gospel, talk about, uh, you know, justification, talk about uh, sanctification, talk about uh, the nature of Christ, the Trinity. I mean, we're lockstep on all those issues. And absolutely, Hippolyta of Zion is right. Division is good when it comes to the essentials. Absolutely. The Bible says that. And so I'm not as anti-denominationalism as many people. I, You know, I mean, you should be surrounded with people you disagree closest with theologically. I don't think that's a bad thing. And that's oh, and th and this says it way better than I just said it in that most excellent Theophilus. Theophilus, leave it to him to say it better than me. But unity does not mean uniformity. We can be unified despite having some differences. Amen. And, and when Christ gets back, we'll be fully uniform. We'll know that the Baptists are right. We'll know. <laughs> Let me keep playing before I lose half of you. Your false teacher, all that kind of stuff. And what's so crazy is I've seen people who rock this particular bandana who 
blessed by an individual's ministry. Man, that video, I felt the anointing. I felt the spirit. But then they find out that they come from this kind of bandana, you know, background. And all of a sudden, I can't listen to that person no more. And they ignore the fruit. They ignore all of it. Because guess what? We got to be separated, even though we're the body of Christ. And here's the crazy thing. Well, Marcus Rogers, you would affirm that, right? I mean, what if you watched a video, man, that you were like, wow, that's good. And later you found out that that person was actually a Muslim. Would you say, wouldn't you do the very thing you're talking about where you, you would dismiss their ministry? I mean, just be consistent. Just be consistent. And we'll return back more to that uh, thought later. But When the enemy comes and, you know, these demonic spirits are causing Christians to be killed uh, overseas... Uh, yes, Rashawn Jones, thank you for that verse. Yes, 1 Corinthians eleven nineteen. For there must be heresy. Some some verses say factions. Some say divisions among you, right? That they which are approved may be manifest against uh, among you. So the, ball, the, 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 the Bible, the Apostle Paul says, actually, divisions must occur. Because guess what? They actually distinguish those who are of the faith or not. Wow, that's amazing. It doesn't seem like you have Apostle Paul's view of uh, divisions among you. That's very interesting. <laughs> he, he went to the local gas station and bought these bandanas like, this video going to be fire. He always got to have a prop. He, you know, he's very similar to Mike Todd. I know he disagrees with Mike Todd a lot, but, I mean, you, you guys are the prop preachers, man. Just always got to have some prop because your preaching ain't good enough. I, I, I mean, that's another video for another day, but. You're not saying, oh, we're just killing Christians. Uh, Trinitarians, we're not, we're just killing Baptists, we're just killing Pentecostals. They're not saying, let me see your flag. The way Christians are running around saying, let me see your flag, they're not doing that. If you love Jesus, if you preach Jesus, they're killing you, regardless of... Oh, so he's talking about, like, when persecution comes, they're going to kill everybody. Well, guess what, Marcus Rogers? They're going to kill people that this, that think you're a false teacher. <laughs> so, so what? They're going to kill Mormons. So what? The world has the world does not distinguish the uh, true of, of versus the fake. They don't care if you're preaching some kind of Jesus. They don't like it. Well, unless that Jesus is a very compromising Jesus, they're cool with that, right? Just like the Romans, they didn't mind you believing in some Jesus as long as you were a polytheist as well. Your flag, because guess what? This is the flag that matters. We are the but isn't that flag a denomination as well? If those, if the red and blue are denominations, doesn't that mean that the the white one is a denomination as well? <laughs> so I don't get the whole point. This contradicts what you're saying. But who am I? Body, we are the kingdom. The only requirement for you to be in the kingdom is in John three. It says to be born of the water and of the spirit. If you're born of the water and of the spirit, right? Then bam. I'm part of the kingdom, regardless of what people say. People are arguing, but guess <laughs> My man look like three ninjas. But uh, what? Hold on, maybe I missed the comment. Anyways, um, so Marcus Rogers, all you have to believe is that you're born again, and that's good. Well, Mormons believe that. Jehovah's Witnesses believe that. Let, let me go through some verses that actually contradicts everything Marcus Rogers is saying. First verse, 2 John, verse 10. Um, 2 John chapter 1, verse 10. Obviously, there's only one book. It says, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, 
do not receive him into your house or give him any greeting. And essentially what uh, that, that is saying is, look, we're going to divide. There's no fellowship among us if you don't affirm the teachings of Christ. Right? Um, but Marcus Rogers says no. No. You, you, you don't have to affirm the teaching of Christ and still be, as long as you're born again, and by born again, he means speaking in tongues and being water baptized, just in case you didn't know. Um, let, let's go through some more verses. I, I know a lot of people like when I when I when I go through the verses and give the text. That's what I like about a lot of people who watch this channel, man. They they want Bible, man. They don't they want Bible. I love that. That's what we should be about. Second Thessalonians three six. Now we command you, brothers. Wow. Notice this strong language. This is a command from God. We command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness and not in accord with the tradition, that is, the uh, apostolic teachings that you received from us. Wow. Wow. So so much for if all you just need to affirm is 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 uh, being born again in some vague kind of way of speaking, speaking in, speaking in tongues and being water baptized. If that's all, why did the apostles say this? That's because they didn't agree with you, uh, Marcus Rogers. They, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't have the same theology you had. <laughs> that's why. Let's give some more verses. In the same chapter, at Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 14. Notice what's said here. If anyone, uh-oh, that's Marcus Rogers included. That's the catch-all, right? If anyone does not obey what we say, wow, apostolic authority being uh, thrown out right there. If anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person. It's like, it's like keep your eyes on that fella. Keep your eyes on him, right? Have nothing to do with him. But here's the reason, that he may be ashamed. You know, you guys won't even let the shame hit a person because you just want to, hey, look, as long as you have some vague Jesus and believe in him, hey, we, we, won't, we won't take note of you. We, we, we won't mark you. Marky Mark. Galatians 1.8, this is the popular one, right? Even if we, notice the apostles put them in that category. If we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preach to you, notice that the condemnation can fall on an angelic being if they come and preach something different. And the apostles themselves. It says, let them be an accursed. I, I, I love the old, you know, I love the old. What was I think the uh, King James says it. Let them be an anathema. I love that verse. I love that version. It's It, it hits strong. <laughs> Because, you know, just let them be an anathema. I love that. Yes, you are to be accursed if you don't abide in the, the uh, apostolic teaching, in the teachings of Christ. Now, Marcus Rogers calls all that gangbanging, Christian gangbanging. <laughs> well, he has to accuse the apostles of the very same thing because I just showed you from the Bible something Marcus Rogers doesn't do to promote this teaching right here. Uh, I showed you from the Bible where they say, hey, look, if someone does not abide in certain teaching, you got you to gotta part ways. 
you got to part ways. You got to mark that person. You have to avoid this person, theologically speaking. This person has no fellowship with us. Marcus Rogers comes along 2,000 years later. Nah, that's gangbanging. <laughs> Marcus Rogers does not need to come. Marcus Rogers, or anybody else for that matter, does not get to come along thousands of years later and make up a new teaching and, and say, you need to follow this or you're not of God. No, Marcus Rogers. We're going to follow what the Bible says and you're not of God. <clears throat> Excuse my uh, zeal, but this is serious stuff. And like I said, I know people will come in probably later. They're probably just watching now. They'll be in the comments. You're bashing Marcus Rogers. He preaches false doctrine. He preaches something the Bible says not to do, yet I'm the mean one. I, I don't get that. I do not get that, y'all. Maybe maybe, maybe y'all need to help me. What? I'm filled with the Spirit. You might be claiming this. You might be claiming this, but I'm still filled with the Spirit. I've been to Trinitarian churches. I've been to Pentecostal churches, and I see the Spirit of God move. And guess what? They don't agree on everything. And by the Spirit moving, he's he's talking about the charismatic stuff, right? Like people doing cartwheels, and that's the Spirit moving, right? You turn all those lights on. You, you get everybody emotionally settled. Ah, that's not the Spirit, right? That's just dry teaching right even though the people being equipped they're growing in their knowledge they're they're growing in sanctification ah that, that, that's not the see pe many people have a bad view of the spirit and the spirit moving quote unquote why is never the spirit moving equated to people growing in holiness you never you ever notice that in charismatic circles the 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 the, the spirit moving is never man I, I i defeated that sin that i've been battling with it's it's never that Oh, <laughs> sorry that I uh, was so hot on the screen for you. <laughs> hey, well, you're here now. You're here now. That's good. Man, that was one of my biggest concerns when I was in the charismatic movement. The spirit was was just this this vague thing about. Really, if you think about it, entertainment. Rolling up your emotions. Right. Right? I mean, let's be real. Hey, good to see you, Dre Day. Love your content. Oh, someone that you definitely want to subscribe to as well. Dre Day for Christ. And so, um, yeah, the fruit of the Spirit is never in charismatic circles <laughs> attributed to the Spirit, even though clearly in the Bible it is. <sighs> Anyways, let me keep going. Yeah, he, uh, Rashawn Jones. I truly, I used to truly believe the more you acted a fool during the service, the more you know that you were. Yeah, that's what I was taught too. I thought that too. I thought that. <laughs> like, wow, the spirit was moving. <laughs> no, just chairs were getting moved out of the way. That's that's the only thing moving. But it wasn't the spirit of God. <laughs> the spirit of God, as I've heard before, doesn't make you, uh, doesn't control you to move around like a bumbling idiot, like a drunken idiot. That's not the spirit of God. Anyways, that might be some spirits, right? <laughs> A little alcoholic joke right there. That might be some spirits, but it ain't the Holy Spirit. Anyways. Peter and Paul didn't agree on everything, but one thing that I can see in the spirit, this person is part of the body. Because what they're arguing about is not a heaven or hell issue. This is what a lot of people are arguing about, right? Uh, again, 
Marcus coming in with the props. Let's let's listen in. So the nature of God again. Marcus Rogers gets to come around and say, "Hey, the nature of God. That's not a that's not a heaven or hell issue." All right. Everybody agrees that God is one, but it's like the way. Um, not everybody agrees that the spirit that that, that God is one. I see Marcus Rogers has not talked to any Mormons. <laughs> Uh, not everybody agrees with that. There are polytheists. There are uh, henotheists um, that agree that there are more than one God. So let me uh, let me back it up a little so you can hear. Everybody agrees that God is one. But it's like the way that they describe it, right? When most of the time, all of the debates and conversation I've had, people are arguing about this. Are we going to see three people in heaven? Are we going to see two people in heaven? Are we just going to see one? A lot of times, some of the issues that people have had. Um, <clears throat> well, boy, this is not the issue. But he's been using, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing. I'll, I'll give Marcus Rogers credit here. Let me, let me, let me give Marcus Rogers a shout out. He is consistent because he's been using this bad argument for over a year now where he really thinks the issue is, well, when we get to heaven, we'll, we'll just see uh, one person, two per three, three people. Like, that's not the issue. That's not the issue. Yeah, this is why he has to use eggs, water bottles, and red cups. Don't forget papers and knives. <laughs> the Someone should tally the amount of analogies that Marcus Rogers has used to explain Godhead. Well, sorry, we can't because he deleted some of many of those videos, which we could. Oh. Yeah, literally no one argues about how many we will see in heaven. Yeah, I've never heard that argument as a proof for the Trinitarian or oneness, even the oneness position. But Marcus Rogers loves to do this. He moves the goalposts. He moves the goalposts. And then he argues against the goalposts. And guess what? If you're not theologically trained, you end up arguing for something that you're not e don't even believe. You got to be careful with this. This is a logical fallacy. It's, it's often called the uh, red herring fallacy. Add with me. It's a, it's a mis uh, miscommunication between the groups. And because there's so much pride that we don't even really communicate, uh, people say, well, you know, you guys don't believe that Jesus is God. You guys don't believe that the Holy Spirit is God. I said, where do you get that from? Because that's not what I believe. I believe Jesus is God. I believe the Holy Spirit is God. All right? I believe in God the Father. Now, I've never said that he doesn't believe Jesus is God, but I will say this. He's very confusing on his his uh view of the Godhead because he's made statements that Jesus is the Father or the Father, you know, becomes the son but he's also made statements that jesus was created so he, he's actually not very consistent with a oneness position this is why he says you can't put him in the box and in some some extent i i agree because you're always jumping from box to box so you, you need to find out what position you actually hold to and argue from there you know it's hard to hit a moving target you need to stand still and argue from your position right and so people argue the way that I look at it, I try to show people what I believe in the Bible without claiming any of this. And I made the mistake early on of claiming one or the other because that's why I met God. I was loyal to it, but I've grown and I've matured to the point where I realized there's so much stuff. People are arguing about words that are nowhere in the Bible. Some man opened up the Bible and he said, you know what? The same way that David said, the Lord is my shepherd. They started putting words that you can't find them anywhere in the Bible. And people. 
I mean, we've gone over this. We went over this yesterday. Gummy bear Christianity isn't in the Bible, so we should reject gummy bear Christianity. I actually think gummy bear Christianity is an actual good, uh, you know, concept for what he's trying to articulate that there are a lot of people who are soft there are a lot of people who compromise right they just want the good stuff but that's nowhere in the bible the title gummy bear christianity see this is what a lot of people do they will erect a standard that you should follow but they themselves don't follow right be careful with people like that so you you have to catch on when people do those things maybe it's because my mind is (laughs) i've done a lot of debates i've done you know, I've had a lot of interactions with people I disagree with. I I try to catch for consistency because I think it's important when a person's being inconsistent. So, you know, that's just me. And if you don't rep this word, if you don't rep this set, then I can't rock with you. And they ignore the fruit of the spirit. They ignore that God is clearly. Sp- I've seen people from both sides. The spirit is telling them the same thing whether it's politics, whether it's what's going on in the world, they're making videos and they're from two separate sides, but they're preaching and saying the same exact things. But then the, re- the things that they can't agree on is not even a heaven or hell issue. And I'm going to tell you, a lot of people are not going to like what I'm saying in this video, but I work with people from different, they have different denominational backgrounds, but they're spirit filled as in John 3. Nowhere in the Bible does it say you have to believe this or this to go to heaven. Yeah, just like Christopher said here, it's not the words, it's the concept. That's what we're arguing for. I mean, at the end of the day, if you don't like the term Trinity, but you affirm the concept, I'm not saying you're a heretic. And I don't know who anyone who would say that. Now, obviously, I would prefer you to say it just so I know what you mean. We don't take three hours trying to. Uh, here's why I like theological words, because when I say it, you if you know what the concept is, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. So it wastes about an hour trying to say, hey, well, what do you believe about the God here? And then it takes you three hours to explain. But at the end of the day, if you did not say it, you're like, hey, man, I just don't like the term, but I affirm everything about the Trinity. Cool. I don't believe that person's a heretic or false teacher. So, again, Kate up, are you on Buy Me a Coffee? No, I'm not on Buy Me a Coffee, but I am on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, what set you claim? <laughs> uh... He said, is this is this his way of begging people to invite him to the church? <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, look, whether you're Trinitarian or modalist, it don't matter. I still rock with y'all. Just invite me to your church. Nine ninety nine. <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere does it say you got to believe oneness. You got to believe uh, being a Trinitarian. It doesn't say that nowhere in the Bible. And words are not even in the Bible. But people's pride will make you think you got to pick one of these. And if you don't pick the right one in my eyes, you're going to hell. Guess what? It's going to be a lot of people in heaven and y'all going to be. Let's 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 use his argument because Marcus Rogers has stated, if you don't believe Marcus Rogers has the Holy Spirit, you're going to hell. Well, show me that in the Bible. <laughs> Again, a double standard. I, you know, so I, I just think that's funny. Surprise. We got to come together. I'm telling you, the remnant is going to be the people that are coming together. They're having the fruits of the spirit and the ability to come together. And they say, let's push Jesus. First Corinthians. Jesus? Which Jesus? The modalist Jesus? The 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 Mormon Jesus? The, the Islamic Jesus? Jehovah? See, when you actually use words, you have to define them. Biblically speaking. You don't get to just preach this vague Jesus. As long as you follow Jesus, this vague 
undefinable Jesus. That's the liberal Jesus. The, the liberal Jesus is undefinable. You don't know anything about him, but we, we, we don't have an unknown God. We have a God that has revealed himself to man. But now, after all this time, six and a half minutes, he's going to try to get to some Bible to, to try to establish some of this stuff where he's coming from. Right. We're finally going to hear some kind of Bible from Marcus Rogers. And so let's 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 hear. Maybe maybe we've been wrong all the time, all this time. Right. Let's. All right. Three, four, six. For while one saith I am of Paul and another say I'm of Apollos. Are ye not carnal? So you think you're deep because you're wrong. I'm apostolic. I'm Baptist. Now. <laughs> Hold on. I'm Trinitarian. Now, OK, let's. Let's break down his argument because it's not what is actually being talked about in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 3. Let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Um, right. You had people along in, um, in, in the in Corinth church, right? They were, they were, they were pointing to uh, Apollos and Paul as figures, right? And they were, hey, look, I, I'm with Paul. Some were like, no, I'm with Paulus, you know? That's, let me show you how that's different than what was happening, than what we're talking about. But let me read the verse. He says, for when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not merely, are you not being merely human? And Paul goes on to pretty much say, who are we besides servants, right? He says, I planted Apollos water, but God gave the growth. Now, there's nothing, anything, anywhere, anywhere in 1 Corinthians 3 about Apollos, and uh, Paul having a major theological disagreement, right? As if Paul was Trinitarian and Apollos was oneness, and Paul's like, it don't matter. Y'all just need to have unity. That's not that's not what's going on. That's not what's happening. So again, it's not even it's not even uh, what he's talking about here. So you you would actually have to find a better text to prove your point. Now. If you're doing what First Corinthians three does, don't do that. <laughs> it's 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 be, it's you know you know it's, it would be like hey look I, man I only rock with John MacArthur. Forget everybody else. Forget R.C. Sproul. Forget that's that's not what's happening. That's not what I'm doing. That's what I, what I'm promoting. I, I, again, the same apostle who said this said to avoid men who cause division. Avoid false teachers. Don't abide with those um, who teach false doctrine. See, uh, yeah, yeah, G Miles. Hey, appreciate you, man. Yeah, context is key. Context is key. But Marcus Rogers never preaches context. Yeah, I can do all things through a verse, Bible verse out of context. That's right. That's right. Paul and Barnabas argued over John Mark. Yeah, that's right. Let me matter of fact, because I actually have that up. I was going to bring that up. Because Marcus Rogers says, hey, look, we, we should never divide. Well, I don't know. Tell that to Paul. He divided. They had a sharp disagreement. So sharp that they that they uh, separated. And these are brothers. Guess what? There may be some disagreements that we have that are so sharp that separates us from a local church, but never from Christ. See, this is why I'm not anti-denominationalism. So take that, Marky Mark. I don't know what else to tell you. Is your carnal. 
Because who then is Paul, who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man. I have planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. I got saved in a Pentecostal church. I got saved in a Trinitarian church. I got. That's not what's happening here. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. Like I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rashawn, another good point. The people who know and study these scriptures are accused of being Pharisees. Yes, the Marcus Rogers is. If you don't agree with him, you're, you that's classic uh, Marcus Rogers operandi. <laughs> you're a Pharisee. You're just a Pharisee. Filled with the spirit in a Baptist church, but I run around, I'm better. He says, you're carnal. You're not that deep. Notice the goalposts being moved. I, I, I've never argued because I'm Baptist, because I'm Trinitarian, I'm better. That Again, that's not the argument. So, at best, you're 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 um, you're confusing, you're, you're misrepresenting First uh, Corinthians chapter three, even. Now, there, I'm gonna be real about this. You know what I'm saying? Um, there are Bible verses where I really understand, right? And people, I've had every debate and conversation, and I see why people argue, right? You look at 1 John 5, 7. It says there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Now, let me say this. I, I don't I don't think that the 1 uh, John 5, 7. Now, people may get mad at me this, especially King James only is, cause I, but I don't think it's a good uh, verse to use, mainly because I don't believe it was original. Uh, it's a textual variant. You study anything about variants, 1 John 5, 7 appears to be a later addition. Uh, uh, um, so I don't. I, I believe there's other good texts to use. I obviously believe in the Trinity. Uh, but so, yeah, that's all I'll say about this. But I don't. If, if that's the best he's using to represent the other side, I don't think that's the best. So that's all I said, meant to say there. And these three are one what does that mean people argue is it is it three holding hands together as one is it three just an actual one body when we get to heaven and another one isaiah 9 6 for unto us a child is born talking about jesus unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace but watch this first timothy now he doesn't explain what the verse means. He assumes its meaning and what he's trying to say. Well, there are verses that appear to preach both sides, Trinitarian and oneness. Well, Marcus Rogers, which one is it? Which one are you saying that the Bible actually preaches? Because you, you seem to say 1 John 5, 7 preaches the Trinity, but Isaiah 9, 6 preaches oneness. Well, no, it doesn't. Not if you understand uh, 1 John or Isaiah 9, 6. Let me, let me go over First John or Isaiah 9, 6. Let me see where I am, 752. Let me share my screen with you. Uh, let's see. Let me zoom in here, right? All right. Notice what the verse says. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. So this is clearly speaking about the incarnation of the son, right? The incarnation of the son. The son was given, right? He was, he, he, he came into flesh, meaning he wasn't always this way, right? He, did, he, he was prior to, he existed prior to. Let's keep reading. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor 
And many people have uh, argued that these are speaking about the attributes of the son, right? Absolutely. Wonderful counselor, he possesses that. Mighty God, absolutely. Everlasting father. Some translations have stated this to be father of eternity, which I think is fair and accurate given the context. But prince of peace as well. Marcus Rogers just says, well, this means that the son is the father. Well, no. I believe it's speaking about Jesus possessing eternality. And if that's what it's, if that's what it's, it doesn't even make sense from a oneness perspective, because in the oneness perspective, the son is not eternal. The son cannot be called everlasting father because he has not always existed. So even from a oneness perspective, this text actually doesn't make sense. And, and they, this shouldn't be the text they go to to say, well, we'll see, Jesus is the father. Well, you, you wouldn't be able to say this from a oneness position. Well, let's get back to our video. 16 and without controversy great is the mystery of godliness and he always uses this verse right to when whenever he gets done with his video see well god is just so mysterious we don't understand him god was manifest in the flesh justified in the spirit seen evangels preached unto gentiles believed on in the world received up into glory so this is personally you know what Brother Marcus believes, and I try to do as little bit of talking. I like to point at the scripture. You've done a lot of talking. <laughs> You've done a lot of talking, but hold on. Let me, I think I might have missed a good comment. Uh... <laughs> and say, that's what I believe. And when I've shown people what I believe, I've found people on. But hold on. Every, every cult points to the Bible verse and say, I believe that. Until you flesh it out and say, well, this is what it means. Pentecostal side and on the Trinitarian side said that's exactly what I believe too now sometimes so uh, let me let me I'll, I'll answer a question I see here in a second but he's saying well when I've explained what I've meant one is say they believe that and Trinitarians believe say they believe that well if that's the case I would say both of them are confused because oneness and the Trinitarian are contradictory positions they're not the same that's so yeah someone says el rey del monte got a question where it says mighty father does it mean almighty or is that being picky uh yeah mighty father almighty father uh, same thing i mean even in revelation uh 1 8 jesus is called the almighty god as well so hopefully that helps uh, like i said the argument comes to are we going to see three people standing in heaven? Two people standing in heaven? One, guess what? That's not a heaven or hell Moving issue. that goalpost. I guarantee you, you're going to see some Pentecostal people in heaven. You're going to see some Trinitarians in heaven. I can guarantee you that. And so... But if Trinitarians believe Marcus Rogers is a heretic, Marcus Rogers will say they're not going to be in heaven. <laughs> so notice what disqualifies you. Not a wrong view of God, but disagreeing with Marcus Rogers. What I personally believe, right? God is a spirit. John four twenty four. People be trying to be deep. God is a spirit. What does that mean? What form does that take? All I know is that before God, there was nothing. Colossians says everything exists by God, created by Him, for Him, through Him. Well, it actually says the Son did that, which you don't believe. Um, but notice his his view. It was only the father. Hold on, let me use my prop, the Waterloo prop. It was only the father. I, I, don't, I don't have a, um, I don't have a good prop like a, uh, 
<laughs> a cup like his, you know, solo cup. Only have my my Waterloo. So he's it was only the father. Even though the Bible says that the son created as well. Now, he can't have that view because in his view, there was only one person in the Godhead. He does not have a son creating or the son creating. So he's not even consistent with his own teaching. Yeah, as uh, Mobbing for Christ says, you got one that's Pentecostal, so don't even rock with him. Because he flip-flops. One day he's a tritheist, the next he's uh, a one that's Pentecostal. He created everything. The Bible also tells me that the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. So before he said, let there be light, the lamb was slain. The Wait a minute. Because <clears throat> he's going to say that the lamb was actually slain. No, that, That's not actually speaking about the lamb actually being slain. It's speaking about the decree of God. That that was actually to come. Because then you have two slains of Christ. So, uh, <laughs> given that that confusion, right? We're going to ignore that for a second. Um, he He's already said that in the beginning was only the father. Now he's turning around and say, well, the lamb was there. He was slain. Which one is it, Marcus Rogers? Was it only the father or was the lamb there as well? And where is the spirit in all this? <laughs> You see how this is actually not, uh, you, you, you listen to him, you're like, the Bible doesn't say any of this. You're right. You're right. On the word. So when people say, hey, you don't believe that, you know, Jesus was always there. Yes, I do. The Bible says the lamb was slain before the foundation of the world. The Now he just got done saying it was only the father there. Now he's like, well, you don't believe Jesus. Oh, well, yeah, I do. You just contradict yourself. In what form? Was it, the Bible says it's a word. So was it a thought in the father's heart? So here we go. Here's the whole Jesus is a thought stuff. So he wasn't actually there. <laughs> Again, this is all confusing. But if you follow him, you can see the, the clear contradictions of what he's saying. Clear contradictions. That he, right there he says, well, well, Jesus was there as a thought, as a word. That that's not actually being there. Yeah, there it is, Adrede, right? This that's the thought. Jesus was just a thought in the mind of the Father. Now the Bible actually says he was with him. Jesus actually created. Jesus had glory in the uh before creation. Doesn't sound like a thought. Sounds like Jesus has conscience, you know, personality and He's there presently with the father. But this is why Marcus Rogers won't debate. <laughs> remember, remember, uh, some of you may remember this. Remember when Marcus Rogers said he won't debate me because I'm not on his level? Maybe this is what he meant. <laughs> I'm not on this level of confusion. Hey, granted, I didn't know that at the time. I thought it was an insult. Maybe it was a compliment. I don't know. What, what, what form was it? Were they standing side by side holding hands? That's absurd. That's absurd. They, you know, Marcus Rogers. You, if you want to, you know, put yourself in a in a bay, well, well, I'll show you what that means. That's what people argue about. No, that's not. That's not what people argue about. That's not what people argue about. It's not a heaven or hell issue. And then Hebrews ten five seven. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he says, "Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body has thou prepared for me." Right there in Hebrews, it said a body was prepared. The Father God created a body. And then inside of that body, 
you see in uh, Romans eight eleven. But if this, well, hold on, hold on. Let's go back. Let's go back. So, is he saying that the Father created a body for himself? No, the the body was created for the Son. Hold on. Body has thou prepared for me. Right there in Hebrews, it said a body was prepared. The Father God created a body. Okay. And then inside of that. For himself or the Son? If he is the Son, he created this body for himself, which actually contradicts himself, contradicts the text. Remember, remember what I told you a, a couple lives ago? Follow the pronouns. Follow the pronouns throughout the Bible. Jesus constantly uses pluralistic language to describe the relationship of the Son and the Father. Now, if he wanted to say he is he is the Father, that he actually is the Father, he would not use plural pronouns, not in that manner. Consistently. Body, you see in uh, Romans 8, 11, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies. The Bible says there was a body prepared. God wrapped the word in flesh. So God revealed himself to us in flesh. This is how God chose to reveal himself to the world through his son. Put his spirit inside the son. Put his spirit. So he just dropped himself in a body? Like, like I said, this is why... Um, this does not make sense. You know. Let me answer this question. Is this a way to explain God in Captain Marvel? The supreme intelligence showed itself to a host in the form of something it can relate to. Is that in the way? Is that in way what God does with Jesus? Um, I guess that's what that's. A, I think that's actually a good explanation of what Marcus Rogers is trying to do. The The problem is it's this is not biblical. But yeah, Greek pagan mythology <laughs> I, th those cups man I, those cups <laughs> it's just banging them everywhere i hope yeah these, these cups killing me yeah he just uh, everywhere just dropping those cups <laughs> got some waterloo on me <laughs> uh yeah just all those cups just none of what he's actually describing is in the bible yeah what is he gonna do when he discovers uh, Philippians 2. Yeah. Absolutely. Marcus Rogers and the Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. That would be a crazy film. <laughs> um, yeah. Who is Jesus praying to in the garden himself? Jesus' baptism. Who is speaking from heaven? If Jesus is the Father. It's some kind of ventriloquy act. Matter of fact, if Jesus is the Father and the Spirit, how is the Spirit... How is How are they... How does that even work in one that's that 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 does not fit an L to see one that's try to answer that? Uh oh man, talk about confusion. People describe they say three manifestations. They say three three persons. Not a heaven or hell issue because the Bible says the only thing that you gotta do is be born of the water and the spirit. The only thing I say you got to do is be born of the water of the spirit. <laughs> okay, Marcus. To be part of the kingdom. It don't say you got to believe any one of these, but people argue and debate because of pride. So I'm going to say this. There's going to be a group of individuals. It's already happening. They're moving together in unity. Like Peter and Paul, they don't agree on everything. but they. Let me address this Peter and Paul thing. They had a disagreement. 
Peter repented and they did agree. Guess what? If Peter, remember, remember what Paul said in Galatians 1? If we are an angel, preach to you a, a gospel contrary, let them be a curse. If Peter would have continued in a false gospel or his hypocrisy, he would have been, he would have not been a brother. But praise God for his sovereign grace of salvation, right? God's sovereignty. So I don't like when people use that. It's not a heaven or hell issue, so they push Jesus. Souls are being saved. People are being filled with the Spirit. So Jim Malaya talks that God is a Spirit. The Spirit has no limitations in how he manifests himself. Okay, but can the Spirit, even though it's only one person, appear as a Trinitarian? Like, how does that work? How does that work when Jesus himself humbled himself, right? He was not operating in, like I said, that, that, that's a whole. Jesus himself came to flesh on earth, uh, clothed himself in a human body. Yet he is the father who's speaking from, watch this. Jesus actually is the father in oneness Pentecostalism, oneness, right? He is the father, yet did he, what, abandon his body, spoke from heaven, and then all at the same time, he's coming down like a dove onto himself. That, Like I said, talk about mass confusion. It's not a matter of the spirit being unlimited. That's mass confusion. And you can't deny the fruit. And I, I just, it's sad that people do that. Test the spirit by the spirit. I'm not going to roll up on you and ask you who you bang with. What's your denomination? I'm going to look in the spirit and see if you're of the spirit. That's all that matters. Some people not going to agree. You're not part of the remnant because the remnant so, are the ones that are uniting. So notice, if you don't agree with Marcus Rogers, what he's saying, you ain't part of the remnant. Even though the only thing you got to believe is to be born again. See how he contradicts himself? <laughs> you know? You need to qualify spirit and then ask a question. I'm speaking about the Holy Spirit. Very clear what I'm speaking about. Not some vague generic spirit. I don't I don't know. Um, so, yeah. So, look, if you don't agree with Marcus Rogers, you ain't part of the remnant. The remnant. How does he say it? You ain't part of the remnant if you don't believe... Um, what Marcus Rogers is presenting in this video. Let's, oh, let's play that again. That was, that was good. <laughs> I, love, I love this shot right here. I love this shot. <laughs> and see if you're of the spirit. That's all that matters. Some people are not going to agree. You're not part of the remnant. Because the remnant are the ones that are uniting from these different backgrounds. As the world is uniting. And we're moving together in unity. So we're, we're, we're united. The, the, the remnant are the ones who unite meaning they drop their theological convictions and 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 hey the nature of god who really cares right that's the remnant apparently J just like the world is right united the world ain't united they're only united in their rebellion and sin yeah the remnant are those who don't care about theological accuracy they just drop all that you know and i Preach some vague Jesus. I, I mean, I guess you, we, you can't debate this stuff. Uh, right? We, we just got to preach God. We, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we can't talk about who God is. 
We don't want to be ununified after all, right? <laughs> I mean, we can't, we can't, we, we, we can't disagree, but we can't talk about it because we don't want to, we want to be part of the remnant and <laughs> be unity. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. Pushing Jesus. Love you guys. www.marcusrogersministries.org. Be blessed. And all right, that's Marcus Rogers, man. He says, hey. That, yeah, man. He says, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You know, you want to be part of the remnant? You don't want to be gang-banging Christianity, you know, having these divisions, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let, let me answer this question. I think it's a good question to end on. Question. People who don't agree with the Trinity, can they be saved? Can they still be saved? Or does them not believing in the Trinity cause them to have different beliefs like Marcus Rogers, causing them to teach false? So I answer this way in two ways. One, the doctrine of the Trinity is essential. It's not a matter of, well, you can believe in a different God and still be saved. But I do believe that there are Christians who are ignorant of the doctrine of the Trinity. They're not they're not purposely denying the doctrine of the Trinity. They're just ignorant, right? Like when I was young in the faith, I was using a modalist example. The water, right? With the water, the ice, the 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 liquid, the 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 vapor. I was using that example, the three-leaf clover. That was a mo that's a modalist example because I was ignorant. You can be ignorant of the doctrine of the Trinity and still be saved. But you cannot be like Marcus Rogers purposely denying the doctrine of the Trinity. Now still there's some ignorance still, but what he's trying to articulate what we are and saying, no, that's not biblical. Matter of fact, he says it's not even important. So that's the distinction I make. Um, hey, right. There, there are some things that people are ignorant or not actually biblically nuanced. Right. A lot of people aren't, aren't biblically nuanced on things. Um, and so it's so sometimes you'll hear even Christians, um, you know, make confusing theological statements and when you press them on it you'll be like well well um you know i'm not saying that. so they're confused you show me the bible where the trinity is essential for salvation <laughs> you would agree hopefully you would agree that god's nature is essential for salvation i don't get why people are like well uh god is an essential for salvation right <laughs> Who God is isn't is isn't essential. That's what you're saying, right? Right. Who God is is essential to salvation. You have to believe in the Son, the Father, and the Spirit, and not, like I said, and we have, and when we define what that is, we see, biblically speaking, it's not modalist, modalistic. Uh, Jay, we've had our conversation. You've you've been on the show before. You, you you couldn't answer the the Baptist tech the 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 Mark three. I believe it's Mark three about Jesus baptism. So yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Hopefully you guys was uh, enjoy the video. I mean, like I said, man, Marcus Rogers. He 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 plays the same old tune a lot of times. He plays the same old tune. Um, Oh, I forgot about my sound deck, man. I, man, I was I was supposed to, uh, you know, I was supposed to I was supposed to get my good old what, bro? What are you talking about, man? I, I was supposed to get that at some point. Sometimes I'd be forgetting about about the uh, 
I'll be getting about be forgetting about my sound deck. But uh, you you know what I'm gonna do at this time? Oh man, I see. I be I be so in tune with the videos that I just be forgetting, man. You know, cause Marcus Rogers he's got a new haircut. He's got a new uh uh. Hold on, let me let me see. Show me where show me in the Bible where the Trinity is essential. So the problem is I think you have a what's called like a hyper biblicism attitude. Like you want the verse to say exactly this or. You know, it's not true, but Trinity is a doctrine believing the biblical text on how God manifests himself. Is it? Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me let me see. I got some, uh, because, you know, Marcus Rogers got him a new cut. You know, he's trying to look like this, you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's kind of look like Marcus Rogers a little bit, right? You know, a little bit, you know. You know, but the God he was explaining was like this, you know, I mean, I don't know what he was talking about. You know, I don't know what he was talking about, you know, just the Marvel God or something, man, you know. Hey, but y'all remember when Marcus Rogers gave that false prophecy about Trump? You know, Marcus Rogers gave the false prophecy, you know. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is silly. This is silly. The Trinity did not stop. Start at uh, 300. Uh, Council of Nicaea. You got to stop that. You got to stop that foolishness. <laughs> you got to stop that. Hey, y'all want some more? Y'all want some more? I got some more for y'all. Because every time Marcus Rogers talk, this is how he be, bro. I'm not going to lie. Look, look. Tell me this ain't how Marcus Rogers be looking. Y'all ready? Oh, I gotta play something with it. Why you always lying? Marcus Rogers beat. That's his theme song. Why you always lying? Just be lying, bro. Just Pinocchio, man. Just be lying, man. Just ain't got no reason to be lying like that, right? <laughs> just lying for no reason, man. Just, just nose growing, man. Just nose growing, man. Yeah, man. What else y'all want? What, hold on. Let me get rid of this picture. <laughs> I can't look at myself like that. <laughs> All right. I can't look at myself like that, man. Uh, uh, let's let's see what else I got. This is Marcus Rogers when he baptized folks. <laughs> just, just, I mean, you know, you got to be baptized to be saved, you know. I mean... Come on, man. What else? What else? What else I got, man? What else I got? You know, uh, <laughs> Jesus walks. God show me the way. Marcus Rogers trying to break me down. Ooh, hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Here go Marcus Rogers, man. Just be lying to folks, man. Uh, <laughs> Y'all want some more? Y'all want some more, man? <laughs> I, I got to least some of this, man, to y'all, man. Yeah. Hercules. Hercules. That's that's kind of what uh, his God sound like, right? Hercules. <laughs> Let me take these headphones off, man. Just out here robbing people for no reason like that. Robbing people. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. My, my favorite one. My favorite one. 
This is my favorite one, man. Baby Dub. This this how I be looking after listening to a Marcus Rogers sermon or message. Just man, it's uh, uh, you know no nutrition after listening to that sermon, man. No nutrition. Sometimes I be looking like this though, just. You know, I mean, it, it just hurts, you know, because when I listen to the false doctrine, you know, <laughs> let me take a drink. When I listen to the false doctrine, you know, it, <laughs> it quit playing, <laughs> you know, I mean, true, truly, that's what I be thinking. But, you know, well, yeah, that's all we got this time. We ain't gonna, we ain't gonna hit them too hard. We don't hit them too hard like that, you know, because we Hey, we ain't gonna hit him too hard. <laughs> Y'all get it? You get it? <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna hit him too hard. You get it? <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna hit him too hard. <laughs> Some of y'all might get that one. <laughs> we ain't gonna hit him too hard, you know? <laughs> All right, I'm done, man. Thank y'all for watching, man. Grace and peace to the next time. Grace and peace, y'all. Hey, grace and peace. Hey, grace and peace, y'all. To the next time. Grace and peace.